Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Warehouse Podcast. Um, my name is Saurabh and today I will be talking about uh, the life of an immigrant. Um, I will be giving my personal examples and when I say uh, the life of an immigrant, uh, I'm sure everybody who has gone through a certain process to move to a different country, whether it be uh, for for becoming a student or uh, moving as a refugee or just applying for um, citizenship or residency to a different country. Uh, I'm sure the experiences are different, but uh, like specific experiences are different, but I think uh, uh, what I'm going to say is applicable on a holistic uh, level as far as conceptual uh, things are concerned or concepts are concerned. Now, what does it actually mean to be an immigrant? Uh, I mean, technically, the definition uh, says that uh, it's any person who comes to live uh, permanently in a foreign country. Now, like I said, uh, today the word immigrant has uh, a lot of other uh, meanings and implications, like, you know, uh, moving to a different country for studying and so on and so forth. So, and I know it's not technically called, uh, the person is not technically called an immigrant. Uh, they may be called a non-immigrant and so on and so forth. But just to keep it simple, we will be calling it, uh, calling the person an immigrant. Now, <clears throat> when somebody decides to move out of their uh, own country to a different land uh, for whatever purpose there are so many facets uh, or so many things that are uh, attached to that decision um, whether you're moving alone or you're moving with your uh, entire family uh, what is the reason behind you moving uh, how are you going to manage the finances in terms of uh, moving to that country to make sure that you are uh, living on the streets uh, as soon as you move there uh, the whole uh, visa process, legalities, and so on and so forth. Uh, just a heads up, I in this uh, episode, I won't be talking about the legalities of becoming an immigrant, but just the experiences uh, of being one. Uh, now, firstly, I would like to talk about the first few days uh, a person's entry into a new country and what uh, they go through or what they experience when they land into uh, a, a different airport of a country. Um, one of the things that I, I personally noticed was that because today we live in an age of the internet, every uh, piece of information is so easily and readily available, uh, you can actually do a lot of homework before even stepping foot on the flight. And, uh, you know, you can learn about uh, what kind of culture uh, the people have in the place you're moving to, what kind of food they like, what, uh, what are the rules and regulations, uh, you know, and all the small nitty-gritties. But guess what? Uh, any amount of preparation is, I mean, it's good to be prepared, but um, uh, you are going to be in for a culture shock. Uh, I mean, I think, I think the moment you land uh, in a different country the first few days, there is such an overwhelming amount of information that you consume, um, whether it be trying to secure an apartment, trying to figure out how to navigate uh, your way through even the smallest things about buying groceries or, uh, you know, applying for your... Uh, 
state identity or your driver's license or your health insurance and you know so on and so forth so there's a there's a lot of uh, information overload which i think beca- becomes a little overwhelming and the other i think aspect of being or feeling overwhelmed is uh, the emotional uh, part of it where people uh, tend to become homesick in the first few days uh, i actually can give you an example uh, when i first moved uh, out of my country for uh, pursuing my masters um, i remember i had um, i was going to live with uh, a friend of mine uh, well i mean he became a friend after we started living but i was going to live with this person um, who had moved in before um, i did and was at the apartment we were supposed to live in for a few days uh, all by himself uh, and this was the first time he had moved out of his uh, own you know country so it, this was a big challenge for him um, and but naturally he felt really homesick he missed his family he missed his friends um i was uh, i think i was able to uh, reduce that Uh, a little bit but i remember him specifically telling me um sort of uh, this is it i'm sorry i don't think i can live here anymore and i think i want to go back i just can't uh, i don't see myself uh, living here beyond a certain amount of time now it's 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 difficult uh, to calm a person down when they are feeling uh, homesick and so overwhelmed with such emotions but uh, i was luckily able to calm him down and you know basically put some sense into him to fight it out and see a few days through and um, guess what he still as of today lives um, in that country and is more than happy uh, you know with whatever he's doing so and i i, I, I he, he we we laugh at the situation that he was once faced when whenever we we talk or we meet and how things have changed since then but anyway yeah so the point i was trying to make is the 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 idea of feeling homesick is pretty strong and one tends to neglect uh, how much a new culture is going to affect uh, their emotions um other than that i spoke about culture shock now in terms of culture shock i think uh, this is something that is completely unavoidable and uh, nothing you do can prepare you for uh the amount of uh, culture shock that you're going to experience it, it can be of varying levels i'm not i'm not going to i'm sit here and preach that everyone will have an extreme uh, sense of culture shock some people barely feel it some people um are confused but there is a, a certain culture shock that everybody feels now it can involve a lot of different things in terms of how people interact with others in that country how they live as a people or their the, their lifestyle or the kind of food they eat you know um so different things that amount to uh, the the culture shock i spoke of um and the other thing i i feel uh, somebody uh, who immigrates to a different country uh, goes through is the uh, insecurity of being accepted now i know uh many of y'all may dispute this fact that uh, no i was completely confident of being accepted into the society i was moving in and blah 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 but uh, 
I, I let me tell you, it's everyone has that fear of being accept whether or not they will be accepted in the society they move into. Now, the the idea of being accepted uh, again, it's on various forms and levels. It can be. Uh, let me give you my personal example. Uh, you know, growing up in India, I I was used to eating my food with my hands, and and when I moved outside, it's all you know uh, using spoons and forks or even chopsticks for that matter. So for me, it was a little difficult, if not you know impossible, um, to get over uh, my habit of eating with my hand. Now, I'm not, I'm not here again to say that you should completely um, let go of your, uh, your culture where, you know, if I'm used to eating with my hand, then guess what? I'm going to eat with my hand in the privacy of my own home. But uh, when I am with others, uh, it's, it's like that saying goes, right? Uh, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So it's pretty much the same thing. Now, uh, the idea of adapting oneself uh, to fit in a society or to fit in the country that they've moved to um, without the fear of being ridiculed or made fun of as a, as a laughing stock is pretty high uh, for not everybody okay but for some yes definitely and i consider myself a very outspoken uh, outgoing you know people's person but I also had this uh, issue. No, I wouldn't say issue, but I had this kind of uh, thing in the back of my head whether I was doing things in the right way to, you know, adapt myself to a certain culture, to the, the way the people lived, and so on and so forth. Um, this actually brought up a very uh, interesting question in my head, which I'm sure um, a lot of you will also. Um, agree to or have thought of or you know probably will think of sometime down the line is whether what does uh, what happens to your identity uh, as so xyz do you completely mold yourself and lose your personal identity to become a part of uh, the society that you moved into or do you keep uh, a part of your culture uh, with you and probably let's say make uh, make the best of both the worlds now uh, uh, growing up uh, i i did not visit many countries as a child uh, for different reasons you know uh, whatever they may be i'm not going to dive deep into that but uh, for me, uh, I pretty much grew up seeing Indians all around me. So I was used to um, experiencing the Indian culture for probably 23, 23, 24 years of my life. Now, when I moved away from home, um, I genuinely, genuinely wanted to experience other cultures because I wanted to learn what are the differences between me and, let's say, David or John or um, I don't know whatever but the point I'm trying to make here is that I, I, I specifically moved to a certain place where I wanted to experience as many cultures as I possibly could and 
and I've seen that a lot of people don't really end up doing that. What they do is they find somebody with uh, who who is basically from the same country or the same community or uh, you know X Y Z, and they stick to uh, to those people. They don't really end up interacting a lot with other people. Uh, they don't they don't open themselves up to the to the idea of um, intermingling with other cultures, other societies, and so on and so forth. And I think that kind of defeats the entire purpose of moving out or uh, getting out of your comfort zone, um, because if if that is the case, then you could have just stayed at home and you know probably uh, been much happier um, in your in your little comfort zone or a little bubble. So why move there? But like I said, it's it's my personal take on it. You guys have a different opinion, so be it. Um, but yeah so so the thing that really uh, confused me was i i realized that a few of the other indians that i was with were so adamant of being sticking together and not opening up um that i i kind of wanted to disassociate disassociate myself from them like with them rather i didn't want to be uh, considered a part of their pack now this in hindsight wasn't uh, a good thing because I, I mean, I, I ended up alienating my friendships with them. I completely uh, stopped talking to them all altogether, and they're really nice people. Right? But that that was a wrong move on my part. But I just feel that uh, uh, you know an immigrant uh, should be open to accepting um, all different types of people and cultures because you're making a move outside your own comfort zone. Well, anyway, uh, enough of this. Now, uh, I think the idea of acceptance, uh, 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 keeping that apart, uh, one thing I've realized is a lot of people who move to a different country, um, they, they end up losing their purpose along the way uh, once they've moved to a, to a certain place. Um, now, your, your goals may be completely different where somebody wants to become a world-class fashion designer or you want to become uh, a financial investment consultant you know take your pick you you have your own purpose in life you you move for a certain purpose but what ends up happening is that in your day-to-day -day activities of um, living your life in that society or in that culture sometimes that uh, that influence gets the best of you and you lose track of what you actually came there to, to do and I've seen a lot of people um, succumbing to that pressure um, just to give you an example a really good friend of mine he moved to a different country in in the APAC region or the Asia-Pacific region uh, moved there for his uh, master's course you know started working three jobs to support himself um, I mean, he didn't really need to, but good for him. He he was doing a good job with, uh, you know, making sure that he wasn't uh, reliant on his family or so on and so forth. But uh, apart from that, he got so engrossed in the culture where he uh, lost track of his purpose. He uh, fell into the wrong circles. He got carried away and he never ended up completing his uh, master's course. He, till date, uh, it's been 
probably six years now, I think, since he moved, he hasn't completed his master's course and he is um, still trying to figure out what's what's he trying to do. Um, and I think um, the glitz and glamour sometimes gets the best of, uh, of out of anybody. Um, and I, I and I understand there are situational circums like there are circumstances where you have to have to uh, put your goals on a pause uh, and work towards making sure that your situation becomes better so that you can go back to uh, achieving your goal. But uh, I think uh, the examples of situational uh, yeah, well, situational uh, instances, whereas succumbing to the glitz and glamour is uh, way less. Um, and another um, way I think people um, kind of end up losing their purpose along the way is uh, that I, I and I have having this conversation with a with a roommate of mine and. Uh, I was just pointing out a certain observation that I made, and he, he, he's telling me it's 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 really um, well. Let me let me let me uh, go back a little bit. So the point I was trying to make is that I've seen a lot of people. What they end up doing is that the moment they start earning a little bit of money, uh, they start, you know, flashing it. Um, they they end up buying flashy cars, uh, flashy houses. Uh, jewelry watches whatever you whatever you want to call it you name it and they, they end up buying that and what's the what's the reason behind that it's because it is relatively easier to buy those things in uh, this country versus the country that they're from um now and i get it everyone wants to look good everyone wants to uh, show up in a nice car show up uh, have a great house to live in you know, yada yada yada. But guess what? It's a massive liability. You do not have the financial resources to actually make sure that this is a part of your assets. You know, um, and the reason I mentioned my roommate before was that he he really made a good point when he said, make sure you end up buying something when it comes out of or it becomes an asset and not a liability. I do not want my car to be uh, a part of my liability, but an asset. And it, it, it really struck a chord with me because I realized that I've seen so many, so many Indians. Now, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be uh, very particular in terms of my example at this point in time because I can only talk from an Indian perspective. Um, you guys know more about your culture. So, um, anyway, and I've seen so many Indians uh, just... The moment they move to a different country, they get a part-time job, uh, you know, they move there for studying, they earn a little bit of money and guess what, boom, the next thing you know, they're buying uh, a BMW or uh, a Mercedes-Benz and it's not, it's, I'm not saying that they cannot pay for it, but it's just that they are literally uh, earning to end up paying for the car. So how does that make sense? Why would you want to do that? Invest your money save your money try and grow your money as much as possible till you come to a point where you say oh guess what i can buy this car without having to worry how am i going to pay for this car or am i have to, or am i going to have to pay for this car every single month and i have to invest so many hours of my life to just pay for that stupid car invest and 
people i think lose their long term plans for short term gains and i and i it just, just i just feel sad because uh, i don't know i i think um people are capable of so much more and as as an immigrant you go there to make your life better and not just fall into a rut of uh, getting uh, into a massive debt if you just wanted to again my i just come back to the point where if you want to live in debt and in the same small bubble that you're living in you would rather prefer to just stay in your home country all right um well anyway uh, and then there are people who like i said you know there are a lot of people who um lose their purpose along the way but there is i think uh, the others have the coin where there are a lot of people who find the right balance between uh, adjusting and sticking to their own cultures and i i think those are the kind of people that have really struck gold and have truly won the game in terms of uh, moving to a different country they are literally um, squeezing the most out of everything that's been thrown to them um, or that is available to them um, and I, i i just feel that everyone should strive to become one of this like to become to or to stand on this side of the fence versus the other where you are happy isn't that the true goal i think to to be happy where you were not afraid to express your true self your true identity uh, your culture um, you know i'll give you an example here i i i'm and i'm i'm and i'm guilty of this as well when i first moved abroad um, i thought um, you know celebrating some festivals that i used to do back home in india was childish or i you know i would stick out as a th- sore thumb if i if i celebrated that festival at in my own home or if i talked about certain things about the indian culture uh, uh, with other people uh, in the fear of being laughed at or ridiculed and i'm i'm totally guilty of it i i i am not a saint so i am I'm, you know i have totally gone through this so that's why i can tell you from my perspective but guess what the other people are they actually are more curious to learn about other cultures as well just like you are so the moment i i somehow some i don't remember exactly which part of uh, the conversation we were i was having the body of pine and i mentioned oh there's an indian festival in which you know you do xyz and the person was like oh that is so awesome can you tell me more and i was like really you want to know more about my culture my own lifestyle my festivals he's like yeah i definitely want to i i i would love to learn more and that was when reality hit me um that is when i realized why um you know i why why was i trying to um suppress my i true identity why was i trying to suppress my my culture in front of the others and i'm i'm and i'm not saying that you should go and uh you know preach your ideals onto somebody else please don't do that but don't lose your identity itself now today i am i am so uh, uh you know i so happily celebrate all the major festivals that i used to do back home even here and i actually 
uh, you know, as if uh, it's a funny thing. I actually have more people from other cultures celebrating it with me than I have people from my own culture. It's it's kind of funny, but it is true. Like it's, it's yeah. Anyway, so uh, you know, just just express your true self, and guess what? You will live the dream. You are there in that country to live your dream of becoming. a person that you have wanted to become right but while you are achieving your dream do everything at the right time in good measure uh based on your experiences or your timeline and i mean things that are uh, right for me may not be right for you but guess what you know what decision will actually be uh the most beneficial in terms of uh your long term growth uh, towards achieving your dream now i uh, i i kind of want to give an example of my sister um she moved she moved out of the country uh now i think it's been like what 12 years now um but uh she moved out she moved out for her um Uh, her masters or her further education and higher education sorry and she's not looked back since but the reason why i'm bringing her up is that i had so much respect for her in terms of her calculations in you know on how she has paced her life while she has been living all by herself um well now she's married and you know they're both living happily and so on and so forth but even while she was um, living all by herself every move every step that she took was a very calculated step towards a larger goal now i know everyone cannot be like that where you calculate every single step you take but guess what you lay out a blueprint for yourself stick to that blueprint the path may be different but the goal will ultimately be reached and it just and i and i always try and take uh inspiration from you know her experiences on how i should be taking my next steps on how i should be uh trying to uh you know uh, improve my 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 wealth my assets my uh my better my lifestyle and at the same time reduce all kinds of liabilities that i have so i know that who you know you yourself have a certain example in front of you where that person has in your eyes won the game of life in terms of immigration so take that person as an example and set out your own blueprint ask that person for tips ask them what they did to be so successful uh, at this point in life and guess what they will tell you that they were in your shoes at one point or the other everyone has to go through hardships it does not mean that there is no light at the end of the tunnel so um yeah i i i i don't know i, I think the whole idea of this episode was for me to um put forth my perspective on the life of an immigrant and i have seen so many different examples where people are um they're falling astray of what they actually set out 
to achieve in a certain country or whatever it may be and it just hurts me to see that uh, people are losing their way and uh, and guess what i haven't achieved my goals yet i am also uh, struggling along the way to find the right path towards uh, my final goal or my success story so i think what i wanted to achieve was through this episode just provide a glimpse of how one can you know one generally ends up going astray and how one can actually find or come back to the right path by looking around themselves opening their uh, or rather being open to the idea of even interacting with individuals outside their comfort zone and um, i think i think everyone can benefit from this well anyway um i think i'm going to um, end this for now i uh, i think every single topic that uh, i spoke about was a podcast in itself or an episode in itself but uh, i just wanted to give a summarized perspective uh, or rather a summarized uh, view from point of view from my end um so if you if you like my podcast uh, please do share it um, and i will be back with a new episode very soon so stay tuned and keep listening this is sorum and i i really thank you for listening to the podcast episode i will see you soon goodbye and take care